All right, GM everybody equals nobody. This is the first. We have uh, nobody in our AMA right now. So usually we do the AMAs about eight hours later than we're currently doing it right now. I like to occasionally switch up the times so that um, people who are not able to join at the usual time because they're in different parts of the world can also join and ask questions. Um, but yeah, most people do seem to usually be around at our usual time. So yeah, turns out there's nobody here today. <laughs> I'm just talking into the air. Uh, we also have no written questions in the AMA questions channel in our Discord. So uh, unless someone pops in, I guess I'll just give a brief update on what's up with Lefinity. And uh, yeah, just upload this. Oh, what's up, Ipromino? Um, I was just saying this is our first AMA with uh, nobody in the audience. <laughs> so I was just going to give a brief update on um, what's up with Lefinity. I was going to call it, but yeah, if you have questions, go ahead and post them. Uh, meanwhile, I'll just give a short update. Um, so yeah, it's been a slow month. Uh, volumes on Solana are still quite low. And so volumes on Lefinity are also low as a result. Uh, we've continued to optimize the pools. We have uh, the, the amount of time we've um, dedicated to that has begun to decrease because um, basically we, we, we're, we're, close, we're becoming close to the point where we've done all the optimizations that we can. Uh, not quite yet, but so um, yeah, we're having to like wait just to get more data to be able to do further optimizations. So we've had a little bit of extra time on our hands. So uh, what have we been doing with that extra time? Well, uh, before I mention what that is, um, I wanted to let the community know about that secret project that we said we were working on. Um, I can now talk about what we were working on and why we decided to let go of that project. So what we were working on was a perps dex. And uh, this, this was a really great fit for us because um, we could directly apply a lot of the market making learnings that we had from Lefinity to a perp stex. And the, the infrastructure for like how we price our assets wouldn't be exactly the same, of course, because it's not a spot dex, but a perp dex. So there's necessarily differences there. But the fact that we use an Oracle and uh, we would definitely want to use an Oracle for a perp stex as well, because that enables us to um, concentrate liquidity more, which results in better prices and therefore more volume. That same logic would apply to a perp stex. So that's why we initially um, started going down that path. Uh, we designed a novel mechanism for how to do that. Um, but like we weren't developing that full-time, of course, because we were doing a lot of stuff with Lefinity's decks at the same time. So we, we did make some progress, but after a few months of that, we decided to give up on it. Um, I think for a couple reasons, the, the main one being there's a lot of competition. <laughs> on Solana. There's like so many perplexes. I can't even keep track of them all anymore. And um, this this is like pretty it's, it's very different than the spot decks 
uh, marketplace where we're integrated with Jupyter, which is like the aggregator. Um, and so basically like if we just are able to provide the best price, then, you know, we're guaranteed to get volume essentially to a certain degree. Um, and the perp stacks space is not like that really. Um, I think there's much stronger, uh, what's the word? Uh, network effects there. So, um, it's more likely to be a winner take most type of market. And therefore, um, like marketing, for example, becomes much more important, which is uh, not a strong suit of ours. Uh, we, would, we would have to uh, do much more along those lines to get people onto our platform and start trading on our perp stacks. And uh, yeah, we just saw like, it, it looked like a very arduous path to go down. Um, even though we were confident in like the mechanism for the perp stacks that we had developed. So yeah, we decided it would probably be wise to not continue that um, and to do something else instead. So we kind of left that for a while, thought about what else we could do. And uh, we have found another avenue where we've begun developing something. Um, <laughs> once again, uh, we're, we're just going to not talk about what exactly it is yet until we like actually decide 100% that like we're going to go with it. We have started working on it. So like we're kind of in the similar situation as we were with the perps decks thing previously. But you know, like I'm glad we didn't talk about it openly at that time because I don't know, it, it would have created a bunch of like useless excitement that ended in disappointment. Um, yeah, and just like wasted energy both for us and for the community. So, um, yeah, we're we're cautiously optimistic about this uh this new thing we're building. Um, personally, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm more excited about it than I am about a perp stacks because um, it would be something that Solana Solana doesn't have yet. There is no uh, protocol for this on Solana yet. So, um, like, it's exciting from that perspective. Like, there will be no, or at least much less competition. And it'll, it'll be a genuine value add to the Solana ecosystem because it'll enable things that are not possible right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess that's about as much as I'm willing to say about it right now. So yeah, with our extra free time, some anyways, uh, that's what we've begun working on. So stay tuned, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's see. Got some comments. Styx asks, how tall am I? Hmm, uh, <laughs> I see. Trying to, trying to get some info to dox me. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> uh, let's just say I'm about average. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Promino says, I think we should move it to the normal hours. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Um, yeah, it, it certainly looks like that right now. <laughs> Yeah, part of the reason I, um, I I chose this time this month was because I have a very early um, call that I need to get on tomorrow morning. It's uh, earlier than I than I normally even wake up, so I wanted to go to bed earlier today, <laughs> uh, which I, I wouldn't really be able to do if I uh, did the uh, did, did this AMA at the normal time. 
which is like pretty late at night for me. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, next month we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, and Promino asks, is it one of your ideas for the recent hackathons? No comment. Um, <laughs> these tr these questions, regardless, I, I have I have this policy where any question where it's like you can't or there's this thing where you can't give the answer, but there's a question related to it that narrows the options. You just you just never answer those, and then people will often assume, oh, if they're not answering it, you know, clearly that means that's a that's a yes. <laughs> but yeah, even if even if I say no, well, that narrow, narrows down the options. There's just no up upside in giving a yes or no here, so I just decline any. <laughs> And giving any information at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's about it for like updates uh, from Lafinity's side. Let's see, with flares, we recently did a few things uh what do we vote on i guess well we uh removed our market making position <clears throat> set a bid for 119 flares which has been filled below the intrinsic value so the intrinsic value for all other holders who did not sell has increased which is nice uh we got a tensorian stake that so now we'll have 1.1x market making rewards. Uh, more flares have been deposited on GoatSwap. So if you want to swap one of your flares for one you like more, you can do that for 0.1 soul. Uh, then we used 500 soul from the buyback wallet to create a mega bid at around 6.1 soul, I think. It was. Um, yeah, so more liquidity down there. And uh, now half of the revenue will be added to the bid, and the other half will be used for buybacks as usual. Uh, this is a new proposal from the Honey Badger, so thanks for writing that up, and everyone who discussed. Uh, All right, Apramino asks, what is the reasoning behind the recent FIDA pool? Yeah, so the FIDA pool is a, it's like a, it's like this new type of deal. It's not exactly market making as a service or liquidity as a service. Um, it's closer to liquidity as a service because we are providing the USDC, but we're not providing the FIDA tokens. So that means we don't have price exposure to FIDA um and we're able to do this because our v2 pools um are pegged or try to rebalance to a specific amount of the volatile token in this case FIDA tokens so we just borrow the FIDA and then it pegs to that amount and we just pair that with usdc um so it's good for us because we don't have the price exposure don't need to worry about price going down um, and then in addition to that, we, we get incentives from Bonfita for providing this liquidity, at least for the first year. And then after the first year, uh, we can keep market making if we think it's, uh, sufficiently profitable, or we can just stop if we don't feel like it is. Um, yeah, so we're getting incentivized to provide the liquidity and we don't have the price risk of the token. So considering that we thought um, it's a good deal, even though the pool itself has like tiny volume relative to the liquidity it has. Something like, you know, our liquidity is 30K or something and the daily volume is like 1K or something. 
So like we're definitely providing more liquidity than the token actually needs given the on-chain volume. But uh like Bonfita is happy with that, I guess. So so we're down for it too. And uh, so far it's been going good. The pool itself is profitable even before the incentives. So that's a good sign. Let's see. What's the plan for BLZE token that we got? I'm not too familiar with it. Is it similar to MNDE? Yeah, it's very close, I would say, in terms of like the utility that the token has. So um, I think they're still working on making some of this live, but uh, actually, yeah, for the BLZE, um, yeah, it's not live yet, but you will be able to vote to direct 10%, I think, of the uh, Soulblaze staking pool um, BSOL, or, or um, the stake pools SOL, you can direct it 10% of it to a validator of your choice. So uh, yeah, we can direct that stake to Lefinity's validator and then earn extra rewards for Lefinity DAO. So yeah, very similar to MNDE. MNDE controls 20% of Marinade's stake pool. So um, twice as much, but and uh, Marinade's much larger. But of course, the amount of stake you're able to control is also dependent on how many other of the token holders are utilizing that. So yeah, the amount we'll be able to control will depend on that too, not just the size of the Soulblaze stake pool um, and the 10% figure. So. Anyways, yeah, it's a positive for us, a new way to generate some extra revenue. So, uh, Pramana says, how does a validator work? Can the same validator Lefinity owns be used for MSOL and BSOL? Yes. So the way a validator works, um, uh, by the way, I'm not, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but, uh, Basically, validators have soul staked to them. This staked soul can be your own soul. You can stake it to your own validator, or other people can stake their soul to your validator. Um, or uh, because Solana is delegated proof of stake, what that means is, so for example, with like uh, Marinade, we deposit soul into their protocol and get their liquid msol token then marinade controls your your soul and then it delegates that soul to a bunch of validators um so that soul also contributes to that validator's total amount of soul and the total amount of soul you have will determine your your staking or your, the rewards that you get from um, validating the network, the uh, staking yield, essentially. And uh, the more stake you have, um, I think the more often you are the leader of the slot, or yeah, you determine like what goes in a block. Uh, you're the block proposer. I'm probably using like wrong terminology here, <laughs> but yeah, so. But yeah, the, the bottom line is the more stake you have, the more soul you have staked to your validator and delegated to your validator, um, the more yield you will get. So yeah, I mean, it's not that complicated. Like we have BLZE tokens. Um, Soulblaze controls a bunch of soul stake holding or locking the BLZE and voting with it allows us to control a portion of that soul stake, which allows us to direct that stake to Lefinity's validator, which increases the yield that uh, Lefinity's validator generates. And yeah, we can use the same validator for both um, 
uh, BLZE and MNDE. We just direct stake from using both of those to the same validator. All right, uh, Sticks asks, what are your current thoughts on where Lefinity stands today versus your expectations at the IDO from one to 10? I'll be honest with you, I had no expectations. I wasn't like projecting things out in my mind, how I thought like how things would go. Um, and I think the main reason is because ex if I had an expectation, it would be like that Lefinity would be correlated to um, how the market, the, the crypto market at large went in general. Um, so like if the market, if crypto did well, then Lefinity would do well. And if it didn't do well, Lefinity wouldn't do well type of thing. And I had no idea what the crypto market would do. Um, and I still don't. <laughs> uh, so in that sense, like, I don't know, I guess my expectations were roughly met, right? Um, if we're just, like, if we're thinking about the price of the Lefinity token, if that's the measure we're using, then we're about, like, 50% from the IDO price if you locked and you're down 75% if you didn't lock. So, and the crypto market is like down a lot, uh, probably by a commensurate amount in percentage terms. So, yeah, um, if I were to put a number on it, one to 10, like I guess it matched pretty well but again like i didn't really have like strong expectations i didn't have like a a clear image in my mind of like i think this is how things are going to turn out or anything yeah i don't know i'll just say eight or whatever um yeah in terms of volume like because that's another metric like it's not just token price in terms of volume i mean that's also something i wasn't i didn't have like a strong opinion on how things would shake out uh I, I, but uh i think one of the interesting things is at the time of the idea our strongest competition was serum uh now open book um but after the fdx thing that switched to orca and then after a while uh, Phoenix emerged as a superior form of a club relative to OpenBook. So, uh, and they've been doing more volume than OpenBook. So I think some competitiveness has returned to the club model. Um, but yeah, Orca does still have most of the volume, you know, I wish I could see just the sole volume and compare it on that basis. I don't know if there's any place on Solana that has that like shows that data for you as a non dev. Um, like how much of the sole USDC volume is Orca versus Lefinity versus Phoenix doing? That'd be something interesting to look at. Um, but yeah, I think we're, I think we're doing good. Um, like one way to look at this is to compare like low volume days versus high volume days. And on high volume days, like we clearly outperform uh, Orca or Phoenix. And like, those are the days we should care most about, right? Because um, like if you could choose a large percent of getting like a large percent of high volume days and a low percent of low volume days versus a low percent of high volume days and a high percent of low volume days, like I would take the former for sure, which is what we have right now. Um, yeah, so I think we're doing good. Like it's just unfortunate that volumes are so low right now. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think there's much we can do about that.
yeah, also from perspective of like Solana at large, like Solana is doing really great in terms of like its infrastructure. Like in my mind, it's just clearly the best now. Like LTs can't even compare, both in terms of cheapness, speed, and decentralization. Like Solana is just way ahead. Um, and and it keeps keeps improving. Um, it's not slowing down in terms of making infrastructural improvements. Uh, there's more stuff. New protocols being built on Solana. Um, yeah, I guess there's just like not a lot to do, especially in terms of like DeFi. There's there's not um, there's not that much novel stuff. Like uh, if you look on Ethereum, like it's 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 expensive as hell. But they definitely do have more stuff going on. There is more stuff to do. So, yeah, hopefully that, like, more stuff will come on to Solana. Hopefully as a result of this current hackathon. And uh, the existing projects launching tokens would be cool. Um, hopefully it's not just merely launching a token and hopefully they're not just, um, valueless governance tokens, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Back to the questions. Let's see, where am I? Oh, uh, continuing with what Stick said, said if I was, or if one was a rug, Five was your expectations and 10 was every holder in a Lambo. Okay, so in that case, it's more like a five and not an eight. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Promino says, I like the current state of Lifinity. We have way more pools and I'm sure they're optimized already according to volume. Yeah, so I guess to give like one counterexample. Not everything is optimized according to volume. Uh, we, we take it case by case. Most things are. So the counterexample I'm thinking of is the uh, BSOL USDC pool, which has a ton of liquidity. It's kind of like the FIDA pool. It has more liquidity than it needs for the volume it generates. And the reason it does is because we wanted a larger BLZE airdrop. And, uh, and the ongoing airdrops as well. So just having more BSOL is good. And then uh, just decrease the concentration relative to other pools is how we did it. Uh, just because like the, air, the amount you get is dependent on uh, your total BSOL and has like nothing to do with volume. Although I did suggest that to um Soulblaze because I think that makes the most sense, right? It's like how effective is your liquidity? And volume is a as good of a indicator of that as you're gonna get probably. But uh yeah. So but yeah, the other pools we they they are basically optimized according to well volume more like a revenue because um, yeah, volume doesn't necessarily mean revenue, of course. Trying to, trying to maximize the sum of fees and market making profit. Uh, Promino says. Is there anything we can do with other like liquid staking soul providers such as Jito and Marginfy? Yeah, so well with Jito, we do have a Jito Soul USDC pool where Jito is providing the liquidity. So that's a market making market making as a service pool, which is cool. 
Um, MarginFi. Yeah, they just came out with their LST token, didn't they? Um, once there's more volume on that, we could do something. Uh, may may this may just be me, and I might I might be missing something. But as it currently stands, I don't really see the point of the LST token. Like it's basically another liquid staking token where the validator set is limited to uh, I forgot what they said like margin fi's validators whatever those are um so it's like a specific set of validators um which have high yield I guess so I mean that's fine I guess but like it's not it's not <laughs> it's not a very differentiated offering really um like you could just as well stake to a single validator that has a high yield and like it's basically the same like it's kind of like the uh if you guys are familiar with <clears throat> lane soul is the liquid staking token of the lane validator which is a single validator so <clears throat> they're just a single validator but they have a liquid staking token. And the issue I see with that is like, um, there's not much of a reason to want the liquidity. Um, because no one is like using lane soul for other things, right? Um, like they're not using it on borrow land protocols or whatever else. And part of the reason for that is like uh, Lane Soul doesn't have much liquidity, so you know, it can't really scale. Especially not the way that like M Soul or B Soul has. And I think a significant reason for that is simply because it just doesn't have a token, uh, a governance token that is. So like MNDE or BLZE, like these tokens, one of their main usages is to bootstrap usage and integrations um, to get to a point where there is a bunch of um, natural volume demand to use the token in various protocols and therefore volume um, and when there's volume that attracts liquidity and so at some point like y you get past um, some minimum threshold where uh, it becomes somewhat of a standard. Um, and it has like enough utility to sustain um, trading volume, which I think is like the most important thing you need. So like for, with this LST token, like uh, why do you want to hold it? <laughs> um, you could also just yeah like i was saying earlier you could you could just delegate your soul to a single high apy validator you could also just like <laughs> yeah so like um you could just stake your soul with the highest apy validator within the set of the validators in lst and then your yield would be higher than lst it wouldn't be liquid then, but like, what are people using this liquidity for? I guess they they take the LST token and then they deposit it in margin five probably, and then use it for whatever. But that's like not very differentiated from Marinade or Soulblaze. You know, it's like. Uh, Marinade and Soulblaze have, I think Soulblaze too, um, they have algorithmic, algorithmically determined set of validators that they stake to. And this like constantly shifts based on performance and stuff. Whereas uh, the LST 
in, in my view, just kind of like artificially limits to these 60 because the, I think it was 60 of these uh, margin phi validators. I, I'm not sure what, what these validators are exactly, who they are exactly. Um, yeah, and then you, you end up with the LST token, which is less liquid, less integrated than MSOL or BSOL. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they have further plans for it. So we'll see. And basically any token that, you know, generates sufficient volume, we'll, we'll try to capitalize on that, like TBTC, maybe someday or other liquid staking tokens. But yeah, there's just not a lot of volume for the less popular ones. Um, yeah, you can even like see that on our pools. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, even like take our uh, our staked soul and M soul pools. Uh, I think M soul is more well integrated, and then staked soul, you know, they, they had incentives for a while, and so they were about the same level as M soul. Probably sometimes higher than that because they offered more incentives, I think. Uh, but then they just like stopped incentives totally right and now they're talking about just like shutting down the protocol unless lido gives them further funding yeah so that and uh, i'm kind of doubtful they'll get funding <laughs> but I, I i don't know but if they don't get funding that token will probably just its volume will probably dwindle until it's just gone. Um, yeah, I guess our pool pays, pools page isn't the best place to check this out since uh, we don't have same level of liquidity for different liquid staking tokens. But yeah, if you look on like Jupiter, for example, you can see um which ones have more volume in the top trading pairs msol the top then bsol then jidosol at least today that can always change depending on the day but usually it looks something like this yeah so Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see, a promo says, are you familiar with the technicalities of WBTC and TBTC? In which should we open next, WBTC or TBTC? Um, I'm not. Let's see, WBTC is wormhole and TBTC is threshold protocol is that what it's called <laughs> um i think that's like all about as much as i know i mean I, I kind of know on a surface level how wormhole works i think but threshold i don't know anything but uh this meme you posted says wormhole only KYC merchants approved by BitGo can mint or redeem uh, permissioned minter set BitGo bankrupt, bye bye WBTC, centralized custodian, freezable supply. And then TBTC sensors GFY, agents can mint and or redeem, hyperstructure, permissionless minting, decentralized custody. 
yes, I have no idea. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if, that, if that's true, it, it certainly sounds like TBTC is better. Um, or wait, is WBTC not wormhole BTC? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like something else. It's just wrapped BTC. Wrapped by BitGo. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, like recently some TBTC pools had been created on Solana. So, and I haven't heard of a WBTC on Solana. Was that a thing? Let me check. Oh yes, there is a wrapped BTC which is wormhole, which is on Solana. Is it really like custodied by BitGo? That sounds weird. Doesn't sound like a wormhole thing, but alright, so WBTC has today has uh 72k of volume and TBTC has 20k of volume. So looks like WBTC still has more volume, although honestly not that much. Um, and if you look, wait, is this? Yeah, so like the wrapped BTC, it has 48 million worth of volume on Ethereum. And then TBTC has 86k of volume on Ethereum. So like WBTC is like orders of magnitude larger on Ethereum. So maybe it's just early days for TBTC still. But damn, that sounds hard. Like 86k versus what was it? How many millions? 48 million? <laughs> it's like, what, three orders of magnitude? That's, that's difficult to overcome. Yeah, so, I don't know. Alright, uh, I promise I posted TIP 060, Solana Growth Partnership. TBDC has successfully launched on Solana, but with limited usage and in competition with existing efforts to bring native WBTC to Solana. There exists an opportunity now for a first mover advantage to establish TBTC as the new canonical BTC on Solana. To do that, the old the cold start problem for TBC, TBTC TVL and volume on Solana needs to be addressed immediately with new protocol integrations that increase the liquidity and utility of TBTC as collateral. This is a proposal for the Threshold DAO to engage in a partnership with Mango and Dual DAO to deliver products supported by CKS Systems Liquidity to bootstrap TVL for TBTC across the Solana DeFi ecosystem. These protocols are better together and a more liquid BTC market on Solana via TBTC is collectively beneficial for T, MNGO, DUAL, and even Sol. By making this benefit clear to the respective communities, it's possible to engage a positive feedback loop to grow TBTC. The proposed deal structure is designed with this in mind includes Treasury swaps in the form of on-chain call options to formalize the relationship of our mutual successes. Sounds complicated. Huh. Treasury swaps with on-chain call options. That sounds really complicated. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. I have no strong opinion. Like, my gut instinct is, like, who who wants to trade Bitcoin on Solana? 
especially like who wants to trade spot Bitcoin on Solana? Seems, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the demand for it. Um, partially because like size is difficult. It's like all the BTC liquidity is elsewhere. So it's like only small traders. So I can see it like for leverage products like perps, British leverage trading. Um, because you can do that cheaply on Solana and then, you know, you don't need as much liquidity to enable that. Um, with spot, like you actually need all the liquidity to enable the trading. You need to deliver the the physical BTC to be able to um, facilitate that. But if you're perps or whatever, you know it's just like a virtual price. Or at least uh, most perps work like that, I think. So in that case, you know you can just keep track of your PNL. So in that sense, like yeah. That could work on Solana. Um, I mean, I think Solana is great for perps and uh, like derivatives trading in general. Um, cheap and fast. Uh, less. I mean, it's just like a better infrastructure to enable that kind of thing. Which is like what, like I said earlier, you know, we even considered uh creating a perp stex but uh yeah ethereum does have a bunch of mind share or like trader share <laughs> i guess is more accurate for those kinds of products right now there's just more volume over on ethereum so hopefully it gradually moves over to solana um Thanks for all the questions, Ipramana. Hope you have a good day. Uh, I even made like a Twitter post earlier where like uh, you can buy Ethereum more cheaply on Solana than on Ethereum up to like 10K, which is like kind of impressive. And that's like even before considering Ethereum's transaction fees. Uh, which are much more than Solana's. So I think that's pretty interesting. Like that kind of thing could gradually bring more people to Solana, especially like the smaller players. Um, because the smaller your trade size, the larger an effect the high transaction fees of Ethereum will have on your execution. Like if you're trading a million dollars, you know, like a $5 transaction fee, like you don't really care. But if you're just buying like a hundred bucks of ETH, $5 transaction fee is like <laughs> really bad. So yeah, I, I hope smaller players gradually just come onto Solana for those kinds of reasons to trade. And then, you know, that'll eventually reach a critical mass. Actually, that's probably not the right term. Um, as the as more people trade on Solana, volume increases, which increases liquidity, which should um, bring in a new set of people um, who, like, you know, the first people who come in are, like, people trading up to 10k because it's better on Solana. Then there's more volume on Solana, liquidity increases, then trading up to 100k becomes better on Solana. So that brings in a new people who are trading in larger size which again increases liquidity and then brings in the next size traders. Uh, I hope <laughs> I hope that's how it pans out, but we'll have to see. Let's see. Ooh, oh, sorry, Sticks. I, I missed uh, your post on the... Uh... Yeah, you should probably post on the uh, AMA questions channel just so i don't miss miss what you write instead of in the like ama comments section whatever that is 
Uh, Stick says Tokyo average or us average. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, I don't know what us is, or or you or is that U.S. Yeah, you probably mean U.S. Don't you? Um, I'm probably like in between the averages of those two. <laughs> slightly tall in Japan, slightly short in the U.S., something like that. Um, early calls are bullish. Only rich people wake up early. Never on the calls live. It's exciting. Yeah, man. Good to have you. <laughs> Sorry I missed your comments earlier. All right. Well, um, it's just you and me, homie. Got any, any more questions? I think I've exhausted all my talking topics. not that's totally fine yeah well thanks for coming as always and uh, yeah ho hopefully I can reveal more of what we're building soon but no promises <laughs> Yeah, so uh, next next month we'll do it back at our regular time, 10 p.m. JST, approximately. Too bad that uh, people who we don't usually see didn't really get to join today. Maybe I just have to wait until people in this time zone actually ask for me to uh, do it at around this time. But, uh, oh well. Alright, well, I guess I should, uh, I should end this, this, uh, this AMA with a prayer. The, the classic prayer of the flares. We thank the gods of fire for the great unlocking, which has led us to the green pastures of cheap buybacks. May the remaining stakers and lockers withdraw and dump to unleash a further wave of FUD to take us to the promised land of 0.75 soul. In the names of the flares, pyromaniacs, and holy arsonists, amen. Until next time, guys. Have a good one. Peace.